The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. So uh, before we get started tonight, um, I have a few people that are going to go around the rooms and pass out water, um, but hold on to your water and um, don't drink it until the end when I tell you to. Sound good? Perfect. Oh, you can see it. Sorry. See it. You can see it if you want to. <laughs> Country. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Amber, and I was on staff here last year. I was an intern, um, and so I'm quite excited to be able to speak this summer and just um, share with you a little bit about the Holy Spirit and continue on this um, journey of discovering who the Holy Spirit is and um, how to cultivate a relationship with Him. And so tonight, that's what we're going to be talking about, um, is just how to cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, So before we start, um, just pray with me. God, thanks so much for today. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for uh, people, and thank you for your word. And I pray that right now, um, like Chris said earlier, that um, the water will just run within us. Um, Your Holy Spirit, Lord, um, just reveal yourself to us during this time. And we love you so much. Amen. So I want to start off um, with a quote um, that speaks really deep to my heart. Um, And just talking about... I feel like one of the questions we often ask ourselves is, um, I want to hear from God and what does his voice sound like? Um, And that says a lot, I think, in this quote. And it says, God speaks to us, I would say, more often than we realize or than we choose to realize. I'm going to read that one more time. God speaks to us, I would say, more often than we realize or than we choose to realize. Okay, so um, coming into this talk and, like, giving our... um, decided to talk about my relationship or actually each one of our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, I was kind of asking God, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I know that I like to talk about the Spirit and I like relationships. So um, I would love for you to show me how those two relate. And the more I was thinking about it, the more I started getting these images of running water. Um, And so then I was like, I'm going to look up water and see how that really relates to Um, the Holy Spirit, and it's actually quite impressive how much our body needs water and how the parallel of how a Christian needs the Holy Spirit. I'm going to start off with our body first. Um, The most important nutrient for the human body is water, and it's said that we can't live three to five days without it. Um, And I also looked up that um, a person can live maybe a week to two weeks without it, and that's top. So other than that, you're dead. (laughs) Drink your water. Um, So then I looked up dehydration, and I think this is the coolest thing, and I hope you all do too. Okay, so the lack of water causes causes dehydration, okay? And so... um, Think about a time in your life when you were like sweaty, nasty, hot, dry mouth, cotton mouth, whatever, wake up in the middle of the night or you're playing sports too extreme and you like 
need a glass of water, and that's all you want. You're like, I don't even want Mountain Dew. I don't want Dr. Pepper. I just want water. Um, then you ha- suffer from dehydration so bad that you start getting dizzy and you start having headaches. Um, that's just awful. But um, it said that the moment you realize that you're dehydrated, you needed water 30 minutes ago. So if I'm dehydrated right now, that means I needed water 30 minutes ago. I think the relationship um, that our body needs and craves water is the same relationship um, in which me and each one of you that are Christians is in deep, dire need of the Holy Spirit living in us. Um, In John, the Holy Spirit is referred to as living water. John 7.37 says this, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within, within them. And by this, he meant the spirit. So Jesus knows like our deepest desire, even though we think like, oh my gosh, I'm so thirsty. We think physical state. Jesus just gets down to it and says, no, you think you're thirsty, but what you need is the spirit. And that is living water that is within me. Just like the minute we get dehydrated from not drinking water, without focusing on the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit flow through us and cultivate that relationship, um, that's the moment our bodies start to decompose. And I'm not talking flesh-wise. I'm talking like our mental state, our spiritual um, mentality just starts to decompose without the Holy Spirit. Um, I want to give you like a little personal story and maybe how that, how you could relate to that. But um, I know the moment that I stop fo- focusing on the Holy Spirit and start focusing on myself, those are the moments where um, I find affirmation in those around me. I'm, that is one of my biggest like weaknesses is just finding affirmation in maybe the way, like if I'm walking down the street and a boy makes eye contact with me, I'm like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> okay. And so all my worth is like found in the fact that I made eye contact with a boy. And instead of developing that relationship with the Holy Spirit, or if I um, have a one-on-one with a student and I'm going down to Tully's and um, they show up 10 minutes late and um, all of a sudden I'm thinking about myself and how much, oh my gosh, they're late, they don't want to be with me, or I'm not good enough, or blah, 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 and then that leads into not being good with words, that um, runs into not being good enough, period. So um, I think it's safe to say that when... Um, As a Christian, if my focus is on myself and not on the Holy Spirit and the work the Holy Spirit's doing in me, that's when we start feeling, that sucks, but it's true. Um, I'm convinced just like the human's body needs for water, we have a deep need to be in relationship with God. Each one of us, whether we want to admit that out loud or not, has a desire. If we have a relationship with God, we have a desire to be known by God to be loved by God, desired by God, um, encouraged by God. Each one of us wants to feel him close, and we want that feeling um, that he provides security and strength. And um, we also want to be validated in our emotions. We want to know that what we think we hear from God is real and not just made up in our heads. Um, And at the end of the day, we want to feel um, the sense that his presence is real in our lives. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. So there's a gap between (laughs) desires. So our desires, which um, 
I am going to describe as these holes in our heart, okay, or in our body or whatever. So these deep longings that we have are holes. And um, they <laughs> they are either the relationships we want, they are the perfect family that we want one day, they are um, the perfect health that we long for, or this uh, pure um, sense of direction that we want from God. So there's a gap between our desires and pure joy. So pure joy is the sustaining joy that can only be filled uh, by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes into us in relationship and fills all those holes that um, are lacking. The distance between God and his people, which me and you, is um, gapped by or bridged by the Holy Spirit. Um, So the Holy Spirit is a spirit, and there's God, and then there's Jesus who came in the form of God. Like Annika was saying in the um, a couple of weeks ago, if you were here, um, there are three parts of the Trinity. And um, the Holy Spirit comes in the Spirit and lives and, dwe- um, and dwells within us. So know that the Spirit is real and He's alive. Um, I want us to think about two different verses right now that can help us connect this relationship with the Holy Spirit and what that may look like. John 15, 4, um, Jesus is speaking to the people and He is saying, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And this is basically saying that um, if we are not abiding in the Holy Spirit, there's no way we can produce fruit. No way. Um, Brian Petermeyer will probably talk more about that next week, about what happens um, after we're in relationship with the Holy Spirit and the fruit it produces. But um, I'm just going to focus on the relationship. So... 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 says this. The Lord, um, so this is when the Lord is speaking to Paul, and he says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Um, so kind of like I said earlier, like we all have these desires and holes in our heart or in our body, souls, whatever you want to call it. Um, I would call them cracks or longings or weaknesses. And just like this verse, um, his power is made perfect in our weakness, that the way he is powerful in our weaknesses because he comes in the form of the Holy Spirit and fills every crack like putty. Say you were like putting a concrete wall together and like there's holes and you need to put the putty in there. Holy Spirit is the putty, okay? He like conceals me. He like makes me perfect because he fills all those ugly things inside of me. Those like weaknesses, those Whatever. I was going to say something, but that sounded really bad. Um, he just feels that, and that's how he can shine, and that's how um, he makes himself perfect. Um, both of those relationships that I just showed, the vine and the branch and then um, the cracks, those are both ways in which God decides to come in the form of the Holy Spirit and complete us and make us one with God. So just like water runs through our bodies, um, that's how... The Holy Spirit should be running through us. And I want us to think about that. That's kind of deep if you think about it. But, like, picture water going through your body. If you've accepted Christ, that is how the Holy Spirit is in you right now. Whether you realize it or not, like, your actions should be um, because of what the Holy Spirit is doing in you. Anything you do good, that is not your own. That is the work of the Holy Spirit inside of you right now. So if you are choosing to love, if you are choosing to have self-control, or if you are choosing to, um, I don't know, you're not really choosing. That's just because the Holy Spirit lives in each one of you. 
Um, I'm here to convince us to have a relationship, or I'm not here to convince us to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, but I'm here to tell us that you need it. We need it. I don't think it's something that we focus on as much, but I think that each one of us needs to um, nurture that and um, cultivate a spirit. The most important part of cultivating a relationship with the spirit um, is to know two different things. One is that if you've accepted Jesus, um, then you already have the Holy Spirit running through you. And two, um, we hear and see him differently. And I think that's probably the most important thing that I could ever tell you is that um, one of us look at each other and like we want different parts of the body um, and we want to be able to do different things. But the reality is the way we hear um, the Holy Spirit and the way that we see the Holy Spirit um, work in two different ways. Um, which to me and maybe to you makes sense because um, the Spirit is one and um, we all have different body parts. So... Um, Anyways, how do we cultivate this relationship? Um, No matter where you're at on the journey, um, know that you can start a relationship with the Holy Spirit right now. Or you can perfect it right now. Or you can improve it right now. Um, So I'm going to give us five different ways in which we can um, start that process. The first one is surrender. Um, And most of these are just, these aren't like found anywhere specifically, but these are just ways in which I've learned to cultivate the spirit um, within myself. And so the first one is surrender. Um, Something that I've noticed about a relationship with the Holy Spirit is you have to really want it. I think it's just easy to say like, oh yeah, I have the Holy Spirit, but if you're not doing anything about it, then you really aren't doing anything to nurture it. Um, Francis Chan says it best when he says, it's a lifelong process of putting our flesh to death. And I think that's probably the hardest thing that we could ever do is to wake up every day and say, I'm not my own and um, I'm going to die to my selfishness and my control. Make no demands and have no exceptions. We have in our minds that the Holy Spirit or God should come and reveal himself to us in this certain way. And when he doesn't come in that certain way, we dismiss him altogether. The second one is risk. Do you need him? If you're keeping yourself comfortable and complacent, then you probably don't need him at all. Take risks. Get outside of your comfort zone. Um, If we're not in a place where we need to rely on Jesus or rely on the Holy Spirit, we're probably not going to use him at all or let him use us. Um, The third one is we need to know truth. Um, we often don't recognize the Spirit because we don't know who God is. And if God is the Spirit, we have to know who God's character is. And this, um, and doing truth is really easy. Read the Bible. Talk to, like, mentors. Get into small groups. Um, find a way to know truth. Because if you know truth and know the character of God, then when the Holy Spirit comes within you and speaks to you, you're able to decipher and discern whether or not that's what God's character would reveal about himself. The fourth one is test the spirits. Um, We live in a world of evil just as much as we live in a world of good. And I found this quote that I thought was really good, and it said, The voices may be many, but the message can be but one. 
If there is a contradiction in the voices, the speakers cannot be the same. And 1 John 4, 1 says, Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool because um, they tell us in the Bible that we can even test spirits. I think sometimes we think, like, just trust everything you hear. Trust everything you hear I, uh, me up here saying because I was a leader in a church. No, test everything. Test everything you hear, good or bad. Test it. Um. And the Holy Spirit gives us the power to discern what is right and wrong. So if the Spirit is living within you, you're able to test that. The last one is stillness. So surrender, risk, truth, test the spirits, and stillness. Um, and this could perhaps be the toughest one of us for us all. And that's simply just decluttering our lives. I think our minds, our hearts um, are all full of clutter and all full of... Um, Stuff, And we may not want to, but the reality is that if we want to learn the voice of God, then we have to spend time with him. Um, Turn down the volume and make time for the spirit. Um, Take something off your schedule if you have to. If the spirit, if God, if Jesus is important to you, I think that it should be important for us to spend time with him. Um. So just to wrap everything up, um, you can hold your glass, your little cardboard cup. Um, and as cheesy as this may be, okay, so I want us to know that this water in our hands is the Spirit of God. Okay? Spirit of God. So drink it in, drink it up right now, and raise your cup, everyone. Raise your glasses, as Pink would say. And know that right now the Spirit is flowing through you like water is. So every time you drink any kind of water or you see water, know that the Spirit is real, alive, active, and ready to do work in you if you let Him. Amen. Let's pray. God, thanks so much for today and thanks for your words. Um, Thanks for water because it refreshes us and it cools us off. And... um, Yeah, we're very thankful, and I pray that each one of us can learn to listen to your voice and learn to cultivate a relationship with you, not just because it's expected of us, but because we want to. We love you very much. Amen.